Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started. The title of this interview is Living and Loving Mindfully. And my special guest, and I mean that sincerely, man, we just we just met moments ago and have a great rapport. Like, so I know this is going to be a special interview. I know it. I could sense it already. My guest is Jamie Tarazes. I say you could, if you want to be ethnic, like from Latin America or Italian, you can say Tarazas. Or we're in America on patrols and Apetroza is Tarazas. Okay. And she is the mindfulness coach. Jamie, the mindfulness coach. Thank you so much for joining me, Jamie. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, my goodness. When I went into my messenger box that day, I forget what social media page um, you guys contacted me on. But anyway, I went to your site and then right away, I just like clicked on just a little bit of another video that you had done. And I was I was like, I am so hanging out with this dude. (laughs) I don't know what's going to come out of this, but man, me and this guy need to just kick it for a hot second because I feel like you're, well, something already made you feel to me or made, there was a feeling, right? That, that feeling of just, there's just a comfortability that we're going to have and that we're really interested in a lot of the same subject matter. So this whole thing could literally, I just got a visual of like a pinball machine and how the thing's going to be like, and but but it's almost like a Seinfeld episode. We might jump in a bunch of different places, uh, but it'll all sort of interconnect. I have a feeling. So I, I, I would have totally uh, get I am very appreciative when the person who is, you know, basically being the conductor, right, orchestrating this whole thing, uh, feel free to stop me to interject. Um, if I start going off on a tangent and I didn't kind of cl- come back full circle on something, uh, feel free to do that. I, Wait, I you just, can do the I same to me as well. Okay. <laughs> so okay. let, let me tell the audience what this interview is going to be about. We're mm-hmm. going to be talking about technology that can measure our internal wellness levels, uh, our mental, emotional brain health. Uh, it's gonna, we're going to be talking about living and loving mindfully, knowing thyself, understanding stress. By the way, Janie, I just made up a little quick, quick video, I think on Instagram. Uh, about stress and uh and though i'm you know i'm i was a life coach though i don't work with people one-on-one anymore and i created a virtual coaching program it's going to revolutionize self-help it's called proficio blah 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 enough of that but when i was a coach working one-on-one and well you know aside from that let's just aside from that let's talk about stress just for a moment that i'll finish talking about you know our synopsis is that i contend that the most common stress there is, and obviously stress is a very huge issue in, for people, especially in our fast society, is the stress of incompletion. And that is the stress that we feel, even unconsciously, from all the things that we've started and have not completed. And, and this, it doesn't matter how rich you are or how many assistants you got, you've got this stress unless you completed everything. How do you think about that? 
Okay, it's so freakity frack awesome that you brought that word up and that you want to start with stress because this is this is going to be great. But what I wanted to say really quick is there's a word that I was sensing and that was coming through before we hopped on. And I was really hoping to remember it, you know, that, that it would somehow come up in conversation and you literally set the stage for it to come into play right now. Yeah. Reconciliation. Now, I love that. Oh, right. Mm, and let me tell you, I am a geek when it comes to etymology. And that was something else that as I started going on my know thyself journey, my self-care journey, my deep questions of like, you know, what is God? Why am I here? Why do I want what I want? What do I, you know, it was just like, I had a, just a lot of deep questions and I'm very curious, very childlike. So I guess in that sense, that was always there, which really helped me uh, get really excited about learning. You know what I mean? And that's something else I want to like encourage people is just to tap back into that like childlike, like curiosity and stuff and, oh, uh, be, because like it, it helps so much. And by the way, it's a stress reliever, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Great. Um, Hold on. I've done you a disservice because you know, we've already got into it because that's how we are, but I haven't given the audience your, your quick bio. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. So let me do that so they can know. Okay, okay, okay. But please are. remember where we are. Okay. Reconciliation and completion. Right. So we'll also be talking about trauma, the mind-body connection, and heart-brain coherence. Now, let me give you Janie's brief bio. Janie Terraza's The Mindfulness Coach is an inspiration igniter and a humanitarian at heart. Her mission is to teach others how to tap into the power of peace that lies within so they can experience more joy. By, by the way, almost everyone is listening to the podcast, but I encourage you to go check out YouTube because Janie is very, uh, you know, easy on the eyes, unlike my ugly face. Uh, Yo, get out of here. And, and get out of here. <laughs> and she's giving us great hand, uh, gestures that it's a really cool to see. So <laughs> let me continue with her bio. So uh, so she talks about, she's in, she professes and, and she, what she uh delivers to her clients and she helps them tap into the power of peace that lies within so they can experience more joy, vitality, and prosperity in all areas of life. She specializes in stress modulation, overcoming childhood trauma, and building safe relationships that thrive. And she spells relationship with a capital R-E-A-L and then lowercase uh, Asianships, which is very cool. Real relationships, real. I like that. Very good, uh, and um, that's fantastic. I love what you. I, I love what you're about, Janie, and I, and you got such an awesome, vital personality. This is this is great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, and for you uh, just putting the time, energy, and attention into creating this platform and all the other work that you've already done and that you're building now and all that stuff, because it, it, I know that you care, you know what I mean? And you can tell when another person is caring because they're trying to fill a void and they're looking for that external sort of validation. And listen, we all kind of fall into that trap sometimes and that's okay, but, but you get to a place where it really is about, it, it feeds you from the inside and not from an egoic way. We'll touch on that in a little bit because there's that two sides to ourself that's always battling, which is where the stress 
really comes from. And there's what's called oxidative stress. And if you look that up and start to learn a little bit about how just some real basic stuff about physiology, but the two systems that I tell people they absolutely need to understand is their nervous system and the endocrine system and how those two things work. Because what the Eastern side of the world always took into consideration that the Western world is just sort of catching up on and there's a little bit of resistance, but that's cool because eventually, you know, all of us are gonna get to a place of being able to look at things objectively like put all of our biases and what we've been told and all of our <clears throat> all of our beliefs and the narratives and all this stuff about what they said was the truth. And you start going inside and getting the truth from like, you know what I mean? Like the total I am quantum field of all that is. Uh-huh. We could talk about that in a little bit. Um, we are we're operating against that in a lot of ways because of our conditioning. So we have collectively over a period of time, um, disregarded the mental and emotional body. That's what I wanted to say some about the Eastern side of the world. There is a holistic way of looking at a human being, recognizing their multifacetedness, also recognizing the interconnectedness that they have to, we could say the cosmos, because if you think about what we're made up of, it's the same stuff that the stars are made up of. And then there's the four elements of the planet, right? The earth, water, fire, dirt, so we could grow our food, um, uh, water, air, fire, sun. I always, I, anyway, th there, there's the main elements. Did I get them all because it's water, air, fire, and dirt? Okay, cool. Now what's Nidorama, and this is another thing, this time right now for humanity, there's a lot of fusion that needs to take place, okay? And when I say fusion, it's this taking some of what, like, for instance, the Native Americans and the indigenous people um, understood because mm -hmm. they were so connected to, to the I am, right? Or in some cases, I think they call it the Wonka Tonka, the great mystery. They understood that, that as above, so below, that there was this interconnection that they think about it. Like we need those four elements and we are made up of water and the fire inside of our body, which is that electricity that's allowing our heart to beat, which is light, energy, whatever you want to call it, consciousness. It's, it is uh, the thing that's at, at the center of every atom right? Which again, going back to the Bible, you think it's an accident they said Adam? I mean, come on now, don't even get me started going back to etymology. And I can't remember if you got that in the video earlier, because he and I were talking about the power of word. Just to, just to break it down for the audience, etymology means the origin of words, right? <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you for clearing that up. It's getting curious about, um, yeah, where, where the origin is and what it actually means. And oftentimes, for whatever reason, throughout the day, there'll be certain words that'll come to mind. And, and they're really cool words and they're words sometimes that we don't always use or they're words that we use a lot you know and it's like hey check this out and it's like whoa like the please get me, back go ahead let go me ahead. interject for a moment because yeah. you also advised me or, or asked me to do this for you i'm gonna do yes. it for you okay reconciliation you mentioned yes. that at the beginning and i love that and i and let me preface it this before I, before i unleash you let me preface it with this right now that was very it's especially poignant for me because my you know and i'm gonna be very Frank and intimate here. My my brother, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 57 next week. My brother and I have always been close. In the last decade or so, we've gotten so far away. And 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 I'm not gonna put the blame on him. I I want us to to be close. I want us to be like we were. I want us to reconcile. And I tell you, I'm very affected just now speaking of it. I almost feel like crying. And mm -hmm. you know, he's not there. He's not there. 
and mm -hmm. uh, and I I really want that though I I have an ambivalence and um towards them I, I once on one hand I I accept the other hand I still have sadness and even an anger I'm like what the frig bro you want to play this bullshit I'm your brother we've we've lost our sister she died 20 years ago in her 20s it's only the two of us left we got steps but we're the only bloods and you want to play these shenanigans come on let's reconcile so you can see that there's the emotional truth of it for me and uh there you go have at it Janie okay I love it okay so <clears throat> thank you number one for your authenticity um you really are about having a real relationship with your own self and you're really interested in connecting and engaging with other people in an intimate way that's a whole nother word in itself people think intimacy and intimacy we've always associated with like lovers and and like sort of like a sexual romantic sort of aspect to it but right. intimacy is being able to sit with an individual and mentally and emotionally and physically spiritually connect in such a way where we could create safe space for us to like have these beautiful conversations so and also you're a man and men tend to struggle with that. So I honor you greatly for being what I call uh, one of the gentlemen that are really bridging the head and the heart and really reconciling the left brain and the right brain. That's what causes stress. <clears throat> so- uh, you, know, I, you know, I'm an ex-paratrooper, so I, you know, I'm kind of a tough guy, but I will cry after I kick your ass. <laughs> right? I love it. It's that warrior and that caretaker. It's like right, the, right. The, the feeler and the thinker and the doer and the beer. Like you, you really kind of get that. And I love that. And that's part of us handling, um, I don't know if I want to say handling, but going into our stress and getting curious about how the body, what stress is and what are the actual reactions of the things that are happening, the neurochemistry and all these like biological impulses and how does it all work, you know? So when you understand that, which we could talk about a little bit, you could pick my brain, but I want to get to the reconciliation of your, with you and your brother and that piece. Um, that peace, right? The peace that is somehow obstructing you from feeling at peace. And there's this like agitation and frustration of like, come on, man, like let us let let's let's just sit and have a peace talk so that we can both hold space for our subjective experiences. How can we sit and hear each other's thoughts and feelings and, and ways in which we are seeing this? Okay. Because what you just were mentioning a little while ago, there's two things that are coming to my mind. Okay, there's what's called the five wounds, the five, I think they call them the five soul wounds. And if people are uncomfortable with the word soul, again, it's just that light that's in the body. And, um, and that's something that's like, you know, invisible, but indivisible, like you can't divide that. And somehow, for whatever reason, it's very interesting, but it's recording every time you have some type of, a, of an experience, a life, in, in this case, you had mentioned, uh, in, what was it, incarnations, right? So without getting too deep into that, you and your brother, <clears throat> speaking of that past life things, most likely. Well, that, um, audience, Janie and I were talking about reincarnation before the interview. Okay. okay. Uh, that's you. what she's alluding to. Okay. Thank you for, for interjecting that for sure. Yes. Because I forgot. We got into talking a little bit before we hit record. <laughs> we, we, we out of the gate. We went off. I know. I like, we were like, let's, let's save it for the, for the interview. I know. We were like a, a racehorse and a rabbit <laughs> hair, right? And we're just like, okay, let us go. So uh, with that being said, going back to how do I tie reconciliation and um, the word that you had said, which was, there was something. One of us said two, we each had a word and we brought it together and it kind of like amplified. Well, well like the initial word was stress. Then you, you mentioned 
reconciliation. Uh, and you know, you talked about etymology. I don't know. Okay, okay that's okay. It's okay. Here, I'm going to tie it together. Um, so uh, the idea of us feeling whole right now, there's a hole. You feel like there's like a hole, like Swiss cheese, right? Sure. My brother, and you, my, I have, I have a, a space for my brother in my heart. Where is he? Right. You know, I, lo I love him without his presence, but I know he's still alive. My sister's, she's dead. I still feel her presence, but my right. I don't. But you, you know, would like you, you would like to restore that connection and have like a peace talk with yes, your brother. And absolutely. that's what I was saying. I was talking about being able to hold space for both of y'all's subjective experiences. And we were talking about the wounds, the five wounds. And I got in a tangent really quick about soul and like just letting people understand what that might mean for them. So um, the the soul, when it incarnates here, there are these five wounds that pretty much every human being is going to experience. And the degree in which you're going to feel pain and suffering from it, it that's a spectrum for each of them. Okay. So um, there's what's called the A score, adverse childhood experiences. Danny, I want to hear these five. Yeah. Uh, these five. Okay. Right after we come back from a commercial break. Because okay, that's perfect. Oh my God, this is perfect. Who knows how long that can be? And uh, and uh, so let, let me just we'll, we'll take a moment to hear from our sponsor and we'll come right back with Jenny Taraz's The Mindfulness Coach. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. What if you could get the results of being coached without a human coach? What if a computer could coach you? Visit www.perficio.io that's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can get coached without scrutiny, judgment, or pressure. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're having a wonderful organic conversation with the great Jenny Terrazas, the mindfulness coach. And now we're getting into the five soul, soul wounds. 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 The okay. soul wounds. Okay. I mentioned very quickly the adverse childhood experience. Y'all can check that out. Um, if you register very high on an A score, uh, these wounds that I'm about to mention, the symptoms are gonna be deeper within thyself, okay? But it doesn't mean that you can't escape this, these booby traps, we'll say, or these limitations and these like uh, symptoms that come with these wounds. So here they are. Betrayal, injustice, mm. abandonment, rejection, and humiliation. Wow, now, if you think about them, powerful, powerful entities, very powerful. And, and this is what's really interesante, interesting, is that if you think about them now, a lot of them are interconnected. Let's look at injustice. Injustice has to do with superiority, inferiority. This has to do with bully energy. This has to do with um, codependency. <clears throat> people that struggle with people pleasing, there's uh, what's called fight, flight, freeze, right? We're, that's in terms of our nervous system. We're either in that state or we're in rest and digest. That's sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic mm -hmm. is the one that's that fight, flight, freeze one, but there's another F. And I highly recommend those of you who have struggled maybe with a narcissistic parent or maybe had sex trauma or just any kind of trauma, really, um, look at fawn. F-A-W-N, as in Nancy, fawning. And that ties right into it. Now, injustice, think about just culturally speaking. There are certain groups of people that in this on this planet 
for a period of time, right? That, you know, cause there's a lot of history and a lot of it's hidden and let's not get into that quite yet. But anyway, um, there are groups of people that have had to endure deeper oppression and suppression. Now we can all heal, right? But there's a lack of compassion and, under and an understanding about trauma in general in our culture. And it's like, ah, get over it. And it's, oh my God, that happened to you when you were five. Give me a break. And all this stuff where like, there's just so much insensitivity, you know? And that lack of sensitivity has come from how we have culturally been raised to disregard feelings, feelings, okay? And it doesn't mean that we need to let our feelings take over and blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we have, we come here, we incarnate to have, to have an emotional sort of like ride a roller coaster, you know? It's like, yeah, let's go have a nervous system. Let's go live in a world of duality and polarity and and you know what I mean? And be in like order and chaos at the same time. And let's go play a game and see if I can rectify this and remember what I am. Remember what I am before who I am. People, do you understand what I'm saying? So I know I'm kind of getting, I'm sorry, reconciliation. When we can understand these five wounds, and we go back, back to the beginning, beginning of this life or right now, just point of reference. Let's just like keep it as simple as we can right now, <laughs> because you and I can, I can go seven layers deep because there's seven layers of memory that's stored within our cells. Okay. So let's just start with ge generational memory just from this life and the womb. When we are in womb, and I'm going to tie back to your brother. We'll get to your brother here in a second, but I want you to kind of understand this because when it comes to incarnations, there's typically individuals that we can look at as soulmates. And there's this really cool book. It's, I think it's called Destiny of Souls, Journey of Souls. Um, I'm sure later the name of the doctor will come to my mind. But anyway, it's very fascinating. And it really helps you understand some things. This is a guy who didn't believe in anything, who had uh, was a psychotherapist, I believe, and had thousands of cases where he would do regressions. And somehow all these people from different religions, different races, different ages, socioeconomic backgrounds, blah, 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 blah yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. They were going into the space between lives. And he was getting enough data that it was painting a, pic painting a picture. Hold on a second. Space between lives? Yeah, like in other words, like in other words, if let's just say for right now, we're only talking about Earth incarnating here into this blueprint, right? Okay. okay. This dimension, this human, hologram, human, this the human experience, the human experience here on planet Earth in this Milky Way, in this solar system. Okay. Right. Um, and then for what, and then in this avatar, this body, this identity, if you look at persona, etymology, personality, persona, it's right. image, it comes from the etymology of mask. Okay, so we come here. I, and again, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Okay, but we are. You know what? Offend, offend them. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because really quick, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned your background, I think, well, as we started recording, if I'm not mistaken, and, uh, or, and if it was before that he had mentioned you were Catholic and now you're like uh, kind of Christian, but a very open-minded one. Right. I was raised Catholic. Now I'm, I'm, I have a diverse belief system. Yes. You're like me. I'm sure in a little bit, if we get into it, I'm sure we're going to like be very in alignment with, with what we understand to be quote-unquote god our relationship with yahweh yeshua jesus whatever you want to call it and and having this universal understanding that god is love 
I think is where you probably are at. That's why I say, if you're going to ask me my religion, love is my religion. And that, that in itself has been misconstrued and misunderstood. But let's go back to uh, this um, uh, incarnation and soulmates and this kind of thing. Okay, so here in this world, we have a mask. We take on this persona. We're born into a family structure. Think about this for a second. Like, of course, somebody who grows up in like um, a mu the Muslim, you know, in a Muslim uh, country, right? In the in a, a the, I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm sorry, uh, because there's Islam and Muslim, right? And so, if they are in a culture where they're taught about Allah and the Quran, right? Then, then that's going to be something that's just going to be around them that they're going to take in. And so that's going to shape their belief structure for them to get into a different place about what that is for them, or they stay ingrained in the indoctrination, but they don't ask questions. Well, I myself grew up, was raised Catholic. I actually went to Catholic school for the first few years of my life. And then um, I ended up, my family went from Catholic to like non-denomination to Christian Christianity. Uh, but Jesus was always pre prevalent in like, this is what God is, and this is the way, and et cetera, et cetera. Well, as I got older, I ended up moving to Los Angeles. I lived there for 12 years, and that's kind of where I got my production background. So people need to check out riseabovetv.com, um, where I'm providing content for people that are interested in living and loving mindfully. And um, going back to why, why did I say uh, creating... What were we just talking about? about Yeshua and the message and sort of being universal? Okay, being universal. And there's a way that I started to understand God when I was living in LA because I met people from every religion. And going back to that curiosity that I mentioned, I've always had the natural ability to be able to sit with a person who has opposing ideas and views, but be so like curious. And sure, I might get charged depending on what we're talking about. And I've learned how to like, I don't want to say swim with that and work with that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but back then, like, I didn't know what I knew now, but I naturally had the ability to do that. So I allowed myself the space. I didn't feel I was being blasphemous. And I'm sure my, my I think for a hot second, my mom was like, oh God, what's happening over there in LA? <laughs> what's, what's going on with her? And I started to um, realize that, and this is again, as I've gotten older and I've come to understand it from an entirely new way, I got to develop a relationship with God that to me was just outside of all the indoctrination. And when I started getting really curious, that connection, that's part of like that stress. We're stressed because we have a lot of doubt and a lot of fear and uh, a lot of concern about are we making the right decision and when you're disembodied and disconnected from your organic essence your true nature of who you are your identity before it got shaped and sort of like uh, you started to identify with the very broken version of yourself that wasn't enough that wasn't good enough going back to those five wounds our caretakers uh, going back to the five wounds. I was just going to help guide you back there, but you going, came full circle. Right, go, going back to the five wounds. I know, right? Hopefully that I was all like interconnecting because I was like, yeah. Okay, you, so. You covered a lot of ground, but you've come back. So very okay, good. Okay, good. So the five wounds. Um, I realized that part of the religious trauma that was there was 
allowing us to kind of really feel these things in general because of the guilt and the shame and the judgment and the fear that's tied to what they said is our creator and our maker. So it's it's like there's this these five wounds that when you come to see them and you start to realize where's the origin. I was talking about zero to seven and in the womb. When you're in your mom's womb, whatever mental, emotional anguish she's experiencing, whatever of those five wounds she's experiencing mentally and emotionally, that gets transferred over into our nervous system. And then you're born and that, then you're- that's, that's, That comes out of, I read that in Dianetics, but have you ever read Dianetics? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. That was one of the, the trippy, uh, like, I guess, I don't want to say trippy. I don't want to disrespect again, but um, Scientology. There's a lot of research I've done on a lot of these religions and these big organizations and every one, all of them, have like a dark side to them and a light side to them. Just like even like yogis and gurus and blah, 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 and life coaches and anybody who's in this field of like creating a community. It's like uh, there there is a power that needs to be given to the people and they make it. And, and even Yeshua God, Jesus says, um, the power is within, go within. Uh, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is within um, the, the Holy Grail is within. Now, that piece of us, that light, the, the piece of us, that's the divinity that's interfacing with the physical flesh of humanity. It's the flesh. It's the brain and the mind and the body. Okay, the brain, mind, and body, they are all working together in this like reality, right? While your light, your soul is interfaced inside here and having an experience. Now, if you lose sight of that truth, okay, that's a, that's like a, that's a lot for people to unpack and kind of get curious about and study. But when you get to the center of the Tootsie Pop and you realize, OMG. I am divinity and I'm humanity simultaneously. Heaven and hell, stress creates oxidative stress. When you are not, when you are not at ease with your own self, with your own life, with your own choices, with how things are going, et cetera, et cetera, and you're falling into that helplessness, hopelessness, victimhood, which I have utter respect for because we all got to go through it, okay? However, there's another way of being and living and understanding thyself so that you can help your own self get out of the muck, get out of the muck, rise above the identity that has all kinds of entities, okay? Like, for, for example, you can look at your relationships, how many of your friendships or any like boyfriend, girlfriend situations or uh, girlfriend, girlfriend, like, you know, whatever, it doesn't really matter, two people that are coming together, that are attempting to have some Jenny, before we get into relationships which is a yeah. huge bag in itself let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor we'll come back we'll get into relationships we'll get into a bunch of other stuff so a moment from our sponsor and we'll come right back with jenny terrazas this episode of self-help coaching is brought to you by perficio benjamin franklin taught that leisure is the time for doing something useful and that this leisure the diligent person will obtain but the lazy one, never. Visit www.perficio.io, that's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can transform your idea of leisure to make it actually add to your life. You are listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're having some incredible conversation with Jenny Terrazas, the mindfulness coach. We're I, I thought I knew we'd cover a 
uh, some some ground. We've covered a lot of ground already. She moves swiftly. It's great stuff. And now, now we're coming back now talking about relationships do we cover sufficiently the five wounds the five soul well wounds? well if there's any of them that you want to ask about or that you want to talk about no, um, i want to move on i want to move okay on. perfect so from the five wounds now we could jump because we're about to talk about relationship and yes. relationship is about feeling safe yes. feeling safe inside of your body like literally all this anxiety is coming from stress that is coming from a lot of different things, okay, which we later we can talk about again if you'd like, but that not at ease mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it starts to impact the flesh. We were talking about the nervous system, you know, and that little picture that we get in cartoons, the devil and the angel. There's the stress is inflammation when the body is overheated, it can only handle so much stress, chronic stress. It's like now you're like NASA, we have a problem, and there's just all kinds of chaos that's happening there's dissonance you're not in harmony your immune system's going down and now it's making you more susceptible to things so when we start to understand what we're eating and drinking and is yes definitely impacting your health but it's also what are you watching listening to who are you hanging out with uh what are the things that you're doing and your thoughts your thoughts and your the emotions that you're feeling even just when you're own, with your own self you know, it's that, oh, that monkey mind they talk about and stuff like that. That voice isn't always very kind, typically, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so that's what I mean by there's two sides to ourselves. There's the divine side, that cheerleader inside that you hear that little whisper every once in a while. And it's like guiding you. And it's like actually cheering you on. It's real gentle. It's real nice. It's nice. It's front. It's your front. You know, and then there's the adversary. It's like the villain and the superhero. You know, it's a, it's call it whatever you want. But let me let me interject for a moment. Now, I know you are a coach. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff I hear you talk about sounds like a lot of stuff that a therapist would be interested in. So, do you consider yourself a therapist? Do you do therapy, or is it? Should you not say that for legal reasons? Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a really good question. And please, please, I want to answer that. Please uh, help me bring it back to that concept of relationship because I went into the nervous system, but it's mm -hmm. going to tie to befriending ourselves and and being we're disembodied from our bodies. So, kind of returning to that and just all that. I do want to touch on that. So, going back okay. to to therapy. So there are, there are things that I do that are, people could consider therapy. Uh, there's reflexology. I'm also a Reiki master practitioner, uh, emotional freedom technique, EFT, which oh, is tapping. Great. Great um, so like there's, these are things that helped me in my journey that I was um, so empowered by that I also had the desire to go ahead and like get the certifications and everything a lot of these things were just kind of naturally happening to me that in itself is a story because the work that I was doing versus the work that divine had in store for me um it was like I had a I had to fully surrender to that and I had to like build a relationship with those metaphysical gifts because all of us have metaphysical gifts and that's the other beautiful thing about going on this journey of discovering what is light how how what does that mean to me how am I that what is all this other stuff how is it working because now we have all the data that talks about the mind and body like they're interconnected so if you want to live optimally then the goal is to understand where is your stress actually coming from and how far removed did you get from being your truest self, the one that you were really designed to be, okay? So 
therapy. Uh, I'm also a certified relationship coach. Uh, so in terms of communication and bridging the gap. You know, because you know, you know, as, as a coach, I, you know, when I work, you know, with clients, they almost always do. They wanted, they wanted a, a goal and which is in the future. So I help them pursue that goal. Right. And it seems to me, coaches, that's typical of a coach. They help clients pursue goals that are in the future, but therapists, on the other hand, usually work the other way. There's yeah. something happened in the past that the person hasn't reconciled with and they help them reconcile. There uh, you and go. You, and you, but you do a lot of work from the past. You have a lot of attention towards the past as a therapist. Now, was, is that an accurate summation or is that not? Yes. So I love that you touched on that because what is frozen in the past is unconsciously, subconsciously presenting itself in the present moment. Sure. sure. And if you're unconscious about what you're doing in the present moment, that in itself is weaving and creating and designing the future you already. Consciously. Unconsciously. Right. So my goal as a mindfulness coach for people that I'm sure a lot of your audience has heard of the word mindfulness. Maybe yes. they can even define it and say, oh, I know. What, exactly what, why don't you define right. mindfulness for the audience? Right. So here's my version. Uh, well, here's the, the standard version. It's about paying attention on purpose in the now non-judgmentally yes. right it's yep. it's bringing it's being bringing all of your awareness into the present moment because how many times is your body here and you're talking to somebody or somebody's talking to you but your mind is somewhere else and right. you were hearing what they were saying but then all right. of a sudden you miss like about a minute and a half or something right, right, sure. and then you come back again Okay. Or you're driving. Think about that. Everybody can relate to that. It's like, how in the world? I was over here at exit 270. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, you know what I mean? That's another. You and I, you and I were talking before the, the, the interview about, uh, you know, Marcus Aurelius, who I'm studying right now with my protege. We're making a, a stoicism course. But uh, Aurelius really espouses uh, this mindfulness. I mean, it, it, go, it covers a lot of things, but mindfulness. And I, and I have something I've been into for quite some time. And what I do, and I incorporated it in, in this course that I'm creating on the meditations, is that I frequently, not even, not as often as I'd like, because I ask myself a simple question, what am I doing? What am I doing? I ask myself that all the time. And another thing is when I'm dealing with someone else, especially if there's any sort of conflict or resistance or lack of synchronicity, I say to myself, what do I want from this person? You know, so I ask myself that consciously, but I mean, in those words, and it helps me articulate and clear it. And then I can say, wait a second, that's not worth pursuing. Or I actually, that's not, that's not worth the effort. That's not worth the hassle. Or maybe it helps me focus and get, be more clear, but become more mindful. It's what it's all about. It, it's that intentionality. Yes. It's the, the deliberate choice. Yes. To in. And that's the other thing I wanted to touch on. You were saying, uh, what do I want from this person? I think you said, and mm -hmm. I, you can continue to use that by all means. Here's a suggestion that you could consider is uh, what is my intention um, with this person? What is my intention or purpose for mm -hmm. choosing this for myself right now? And how does that align with the being that I'm desiring to really be? Like, uh, how you, does that- You just encapsulated right there with those add-ons, but yes, that right, that right. Because there's nothing like working in, in congruence with your higher values. Because when you're not, 
that's that's not soulful, frankly. And you're not going to get what you really want because you, you may not have enough congruence, enough alignment to, to be effective or persuasive. But when you are, then things happen. Yeah, because now basically what happens is it's a practice, okay? And eventually, yes, it's effort. Some people are like, oh my God, paying attention to my thoughts, my words, and my actions. Ugh. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, that's the way to freedom and liberation. Okay, cool. Now, is it fun to realize some of the thoughts that you're having? Like the feel, and, and the thing is you want to connect. If you're going to do this practice, let's say one day you're like, you know what? I'm going to be, today I'm going to choose to be mindful of my thoughts, words, and actions. I'm going to, I'm just going to realize that when I have a thought, there's an interesting feeling that happens in my body. Let me, let me see how I feel when I go through road rage today, you know, as opposed to just going into it and then being the road rage. It's right. like, how do you create a little space between you and that, that you go. part of yourself that likes to road rage out? Because right. let me tell you, that's a booby trap. I right. love, I love telling people about the booby traps. We were talking about um, what you think and what you say, what you do, but there's these, these cultural societal behaviors that we've all sort of like been flexing and practicing and everything. And we realize it's part of what's causing oxidative stress, perfectionism, now you mentioned that at the outset. What is oxidated stress? Are you oh, oxidated stress. So, so, go on. It's okay. So, uh, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. Um, okay. This show is all about Janie. All right. Now, no, are you kidding? You're the guest. Come hit on, it, man. Hit it, Janie. Oh, psh, I, I wish I had. Ooh, you know what I do have? My maracas. Woo! I have all kinds of little things laying around and stuff. Oh, me too. Look I, got, look, I got Socrates here. I got, I, got, I, got, I got the Chrysler building. Uh, I got I got a slinky. Oh, yeah. All right. How about this? I got a pyramid. Ooh. It's like show and tell right now. <laughs> Dude, I totally, want, I totally want to bring that concept back. We'll talk about that later. I Just It's it. one of those little segments. I always get these ideas uh, for, for creative segments. And by the way, when you start to tap into this part of yourself, because you, you start to care, like we have not really been taught how to properly care for ourselves. You know what I mean? And oxidative stress is when there's an imbalance of like electrons, okay, in the body. And so when you ground, that's another reason why nature nurtures, uh, creator, our maker, uh, designed the earth, ironically, or not ironically, um, that when you go plug into it, just like you have to plug your phone into a wall to charge up, you are a bunch of electrons, protons, and neutrons. That in itself is a trinity. Okay, the electron is the feminine, the proton is the masculine, the neutron is that center thing that allows the whole thing to the, even the be. neutron is the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 yeah, exactly. It's the bed. <laughs> is that what you said? The bed? Yeah, the bed, the B E D. <laughs> so okay, all right, all right. All right I so, love it. But but anyway, the, the point cool. is uh we want that's you know how people talk about taking an antioxidants like pomegranate juice and stuff like sure. that when we ground there's electrons that are emanating off of the natural nature thing so if you're in sand or water that's why we just naturally kind of feel groovy it's not just because you're getting away from everything but there's actually something that's taking place cellularly 
So um, there's a testing and people can research earthing and grounding, but if we were to take a, a sample of your blood and then you ground for about 15 minutes, which is this oxidative stress, the, 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 these electrons are coming in to kind of help balance, you know, you're putting you in homeostasis and putting you in a rest and digest because the body, if you think about it, when you cut yourself, you're not like, okay, cut. And it's like, you're telling your body to do something so that there's an intelligence in the body that naturally heals. We have to create the, the proper inner environment, external environment, so that our body can be in homeostasis the majority of the time. But we have created a baseline. Our stress levels are so high, our, our nervous systems essentially got hijacked. That's why I kind of was talking about the womb earlier. And they're like, what is going on? Like regression, zero to seven, zero to seven, you're in theta brainwave state. That means you are in pure hypnosis. You are just an open sleigh and you're right. just taking it. You're a dry sponge. Woo. And then that's why it's that's why it's important for us to be like deep sea divers and get in our scuba gear and go in the deep emotional waters that a lot of people want to stay away from. And that in itself has created a disruption. There's a, a brain in our heart. There's a brain in our belly. And this okay, is before we go down this rabbit hole, Janie. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor and i want to come back when we come back you can go there but we also i also want to get into self-care and love i mean we talked a lot about the quote-unquote the negatives these woundings the childhood uh traumas and issues or may, maybe later day but let's get into you know the present day and the, and the uh the self-care self-love right after we come back from a moment from our sponsor great stuff with Janie terrazas this episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. Perficio learns more about you as you make progress and then uses that information to help you even more. It is quasi-AI. Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can be helped by something that learns more about you because that is the difference that makes the difference. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're having a vivacious conversation with Jane Terrazas, the mindfulness coach. And we've talked about a lot of, she has covered a lot of ground. And it's fantastic. It's been packed with information. And, and she's probably touched on 20 different areas uh, and some things in depth. But now we're going to get into more of what's going on in the present day and what, what you could or should be doing in the present day and that is self-care and love what is it okay so first i had mentioned a little while ago that our nervous systems got hijacked <laughs> and and we are in the process of taking autonomy and sovereignty of our nervous systems and in that we're the way to do that is we're clearing out all of this stuff that really doesn't know it doesn't serve us any longer it served a purpose we are we are operating under these protective mechanisms that have divided us in a lot of ways divided us from ourselves splitted us from ourselves and each other so this is all going back to reconciliation you're reconciling all that discombobulation and the way to do that is through self-care practices mindfulness in general um there's a lot of different things anything that you're going to do to help yourself in any of the other types of therapies uh you're being mindful <laughs> it, you know you're being mindful of how you're taking care of yourself that i honor everybody who's like looking into how to do that better for themselves because when you are making sure you're well i always tell people how you're being is impacting your well-being 
And that is also impacting how you're showing up for the people that you say you love and care about. Okay. And you can only care about others and love others and understand others, extend understanding and mercy and compassion to others to the degree that you extend it with yourself. And that is why you need to understand the five wounds and the five stages of grief. Because you'll also go through an identity. People are going through an identity crisis, but this is a spiritual awakening that's taking place. And we're remembering a deeper, bigger truths. And physics and all the new data is showing that we truly, truly are interconnected with all things. We need to respect ourselves in a new way, Mother Nature in a new way, each other in a new way. Okay, so going back to care, what does it mean to care? What does it mean to love? To love yourself is to go through a, not only start with self-awareness, but really getting to a place of accepting the cards that you were dealt, right? Mm -hmm. Because whatever those cards were, I'm telling you, one of the things that God gave me that, that was explained, it was like God was explained to me why the snake is the, the, of all the animals and all the, you know, reptiles and blah, 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 amphibians and everything. It was like the snake. Now the snake shed skins. We shed skins. Our spinal column is that of that. If you look at the three parts of the brain, there's reptilian, mammalian, and neocortex. Strip away the mammalian and the neocortex, and it's exactly like that of like a, you know, like a crocodile. It's reptilian. <laughs> and, and look at it, right? So, and this is the other cool thing. The snake, when it bites you, that's poison. But don't they need the poison to create the antidote? Yes. And that, that goes back to alchemy. So, what is all the coal and the iron that you've taken in? And, and how do you transmute that? How do you remember that you're the diamond and you're the gold? Because think about it. What is, what is a diamond before it's a diamond? It's a cool. piece of coal. And what's that little story that they tell us? You know, really get curious about all these incantations, how we use words. The other day, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to go into this really quick, but bring me back if you need to, okay? Dude, dude, I was freaking like, what the effing? The other day because it was like killing two birds with one stone killing time there was another one um oh god I, I have it written down anyway and we're always using the word killing we're fighting disease right we're fighting disease and it's like no 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 as a matter of fact funny enough when I got the to kill two birds with one stone I I heard my higher self reframe it and it was like save two birds with one nest <laughs> wow so now we know where you come from not only are you great reframer by the way are you an nlp practitioner well you know it's so funny okay so my partner is and okay. i started you know different different subject matter topics modalities like i always tell people what you seek you shall find it will come to you you're like a magnet so what are you really seeking if you keep attracting a lot of yucky stuff and a lot of not so nice people <laughs> you know what i mean like we got to like do some inner inner questioning and inner reflection right? right um and again it's about having compassion because people have to have patience we don't have a lot of patience and it takes a lot of patience to really like peel back the layers and get to the to the center of your tootsie pot because even right. then once you get there then it's like oh my god like how do i just always be comfortable being all of me all the time everywhere i go still having a very like being self-aware of like your surroundings and keeping other people in mind but but really because people are uncomfortable with 
authenticity. And I, you know, so, okay. Um, where was I? We were talking about. Being our true selves and, and, and being able to, uh, oh, self-care practices. So going on this journey and, and discovering what it, the cards that you, you were dealt. And then I love, one of my, and I say this with humility, because by the way, humility is really importante. By the way, I'm going to say it again. For those listening, you've got to watch the video because not only is certainly, uh, and I say very respectfully and professionally that Janie is a very beautiful person, but you got to see her gestures, her body language. She does all these gestures. It's so, it's great to watch. I'm going, you, go over to YouTube and check it out. Oh my God. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because we're talking about getting comfortable being ourselves. Like part of having a real relationship with your own self is discovering your strengths and your, your weaknesses and your imbalances. And, you know, are you falling on the narcissistic scale? Are you falling on the codependent? You know, if you're an empath, it's like, do you have healthy boundaries? Like this is, this is what self-care is. It's part of like really discovering your truest self and recognizing stress levels versus joy levels. So there's a playfulness. Oh, uh, that's right. I was talking about humility and then you got into the, uh, the, 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 the whole thing about levity, bringing levity to brevity. That was one thing that God said was like, one of the things that you're here to do is to be, I had gotten this really cool word, Hayoka, which means sacred clown. And it's like, you shake things up and you kind of are a thought provoker and you bring some truths to light. Cause I can be a, a reflector and a projector and like, you know what I mean? And, and there is a humor, there's a lightheartedness, even though this is like really amazing and it's so sacred and it's like, whoa, and everything. It's also like, man, like, come on, man. Like we're here to play and create and heal and be silly and have fun and express ourselves in a bunch of different ways. Just take a look at what kids do naturally and organically. You want to talk about making a little self-care toolbox? Okay. <laughs> I love the way you say that. All right, you know, you know, let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. And then we're going to come right back because actually I want to get at least two more segments in. And, and, and time-wise, and, and other factors are like, let me get one. And no, no, I'm loving this discussion. Is really, I would say it's more of a conversation. No, it, whatever it is, is this wonderful thing. And, and I don't want it to end. So let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors so we can come back with more time with the great, with the great Jenny Terraza. Fusion, fusion. We'll get into fusion. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Proficio. The pandemic has painfully shown how we must have money put away, not just for a rainy day, but for a whole bunch of them. You must accrue wealth to really be okay. Visit www.proficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can truly learn financial principles like never before so that you can have the future you really want and need. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza, but with the lively and very informative Janie Tarazas, the mindfulness coach. And now we're going to be talking about, was it children? Are we getting into children now or, and curiosity? What is it? Yeah. So uh, we were talking about like, what are the things that kids just naturally do? 
that as adults, we stop doing, but all the science and the research shows that if we keep if we do this, it actually helps our nervous system and our vagus nerve. So it goes back to that divine intelligence that's naturally inside the body that heals and that gives life to this body and that really loves uh, prosperity. The more you tap into your vitality, your creativity naturally comes out. Kids are so creative. They're expressive. Why? Because that, think about it. Look at life itself. It is an, it's a piece of art. You are a piece of art uh, somewhere in the Bible. And again, not that I adhere to all the things in the indoctrinations in the Bible, but there are some good things in there. Like God is light, God is love. And uh, one of them is this, this idea of the more light that you have within the body, the more vitality you will have. And God says in there, you are, I think it says you are his masterpiece, Ephesians 2.10, I believe. Um, and it's like, you are his masterpiece. And one time in meditation, and I'll get back to the kids really quickly. This is so good. It was like, ah, it was one of those awesome ones, you know, that just never left me. And it said, you you are his masterpiece, right? So here, you are a masterpiece, a piece of the master here to masterpiece. <laughs> and there's an orchestra. There is an orchestra. There is light and sound coming off of your body. And you truly, truly are an instrument. You are an instrument. It's a vessel that encapsulates light and sound. Yeah, that reminds me of something, Janie. What? You know, I, I'm I'm a recovered drug addict, and and um, and early on in my recovery, I realized that I was blessed. And and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that most people don't realize, whether they be addicts or anybody else, is that every single one of us is blessed. Every single one of us, and we don't until we realize that. We go. We have these problems. The world sucks. Everybody sucks. The problem. You. By the way, you gotta. You guys. You gotta watch Janie. You gotta go to YouTube. And watch Janie. She's. She's a gestures. Her body language is fantastic. And she's. 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 We're totally. She's totally in concurrence with me. Uh, and we're all blessed. Every one of us. Every single one of us is a spiritual being. Whether you realize it or not. Whether you're the biggest atheist in the world or not. You're a spiritual being. You just don't know it. Not that I know more than you. I just. And connected to that side and have this realization, this this knowledge. And I say that with no superior superiority, none zero. It's just knowing that we're all connected. We're all the, all part of the same consciousness. That's the one thing that's indisputable. We have a same consciousness. I wake up in the morning and I have a thought. That's the same friggin' thing you do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And that's they, they, they and that quantum field, you know, that that is what we're all connected to. And that's a really beautiful thing to know that despite all of this separation and our differences and these bodies that are separating us in borders and dirt on the planet, oh, you know what I mean? And all this stuff, it's like, chillax, man. Think about the beauty and diversity. And that's one thing going back to kids. Kids naturally see through the I am I the universal eye, they don't even, it's not until two, and that's why another thing, incantations, they always say terrible twos, we're always putting these bad words, oh, you're so naughty, that's what I was going to say earlier about Cole, and it's like, you know, you, uh, what's that Santa Claus song, where he's like, come into town, you know, you yeah, better be better. good, or whatever, you're going to be <laughs> on a list, and when you were talking about that list, it's not an accident that they keep creating all of these, uh, 
uh, stories, right? Like even lullabies, don't get me started. Rockabye baby on the tree top when it freaking falls, like you're trying to say something to a baby to get it to be all calm before it goes to sleep. And you're telling it, you're going to put it at the top of a tree so it could fall and like the whole cradle comes down. Right. Okay, now good night. What? You know what there, I mean? There is, there's a lot of stuff in our language, in our culture, in our traditions that, I, that doesn't necessarily need attacking, but just being aware. Thank there you. you. And, and I'm sorry that I'm sitting here going, oh, it's so ridiculous. But there is a reason that we had it. And now we can look at it with a new set of eyes, with a new mindset, with a new heart set and start to choose a different way of speaking to ourselves and to each other and recognizing when we're using a word, a sentence that's more on the the cynical side or pessimistic side versus this open-minded sort of you know uh bright-eyed and like looking at the silver lining and finding the solution now almost everyone in the audience can't can't see this because they're listening but i'm raising my fox mug with the heart on it my wife's <laughs> fox to to janie and she's wearing she's she's raising her her trans uh, or invisible it's my, it's my h2o everybody gets your h2o and you know what if you haven't looked up dr emoto and all the research on water it's conscious there you, you go actually... we're, both, we're both raising our water we're both drinking water mm. Mm. bless your water talking about blessings and and being um really kind of returning to the truth about what is really our inheritance the fact that you're breathing and that you're here already makes you're already extremely valuable i don't really care what you're doing yeah. what you're addicted yeah. to what like what stuff you're doing or whatever like you are valuable as f i right. you know you're here I, man and, and I, I'll, I'll get specific on that janie i'd say that every one of us is infinite potentiality Thank Whatever you. you could do, anything you know, anyone could do anything. Like, oh no, I have all these limitations. I can't. Feel. Yeah, yeah, that's your story. But what do you want to be? What you wanna change be. you want to see in the world? What's your dream? Yes. Start living like, it. Right. And, and listen, and, and you know what? I will say this, Tony, and I love you for being that kind of person. And I kind of had to learn the hard way as a coach, therapist, whatever you want to call me. Um, I don't call myself that, I guess, again, just for legal reasons. I guess we'll just say that. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> maybe uh -huh. part of the healing modalities that I do, they're like, no, you can't call yourself a therapist. But anyway, going back to this idea of uh, us being able, there's what's called neuroplasticity. And there's what's called epigenetics. We are not bound by our genetics. We already know this. Okay, this is awesome, guys. This, just check it out. And weak neuroplasticity, whatever disruptions we got to the brain, because some of what Tony's saying, and this is what I was saying about learning things the hard way, um, that over exuberance of optimism and positivity and da-da-da, like there is a balance. I've learned how to understand paradoxicalness of like optimistic positivity and all, but also being able to hold space for where somebody's at and why. And some some of this trauma, the 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 operating system, which is the software, and then there's the brain that's the hardware. And there's parts of the brain that for, I don't know, I guess I could use this word, but for uh, all intents purposes, like atrophies, it's like if you don't use it, you kind of lose it sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, when you experience as kids, going back to I really want to touch on all the cool things that kids do. When we're little. All the cool things will be here for hours. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> One of the things I think we were saying was um, their ability to sort of be universal. Like they don't really, oh yeah, we were talking about terrible twos and then we got all sidetracked. Right, I was basically right. trying to say that they don't really understand color. We're not born hateful. They talk about us being born sinners. And that already puts a very 
Deep. Oh, you're getting into Catholicism, original sin. Yeah, psychological. And if you look at the etymology of sin, it's to miss the mark. Now we come here, God already understanding that we're incarnating in a world where it's they're going to traumatize God's children. Like, you know what I mean? It's part of this like whole thing, but there's a reconciliation that can be done, but there's a knowing, a seeing. You have to reveal before you can heal. And then once you deal and heal with that, you then can seal it. Uh, there's a cool word that the Japanese use, or, or I don't know, I, I wish I remembered it. But anyway, it's this idea that you break a piece of China and then, you know, it's so beautiful and then it falls apart and then they piece it back together with the gold, like liquid gold or whatever. It's really pretty. And, and then it's like a new piece of art. So you just, you have to understand, it's like, you have to have that creative eye. And that's a beautiful thing about God right. is that it's, there's a malleability and adaptability and a flexibility. Uh, right. If you have rigidity, rigidity tied to an identity, that is understandable. You need to get somebody who can really help you understand how to untie it, mm. unravel it Absolutely. from the electromagnetic biofield, the mental body, the emotional body, that it's somatic. That's why I love that God was bringing me to a lot of different healing modalities and a lot of really cool stuff. It, it's so obvious, Janie, and speaking with you in this and this hour, you have such a bag of tricks. You got such a tool bag. I you, well, you, you know, oh God, I don't mean to you, get you, yeah, no, go you got you have, you use so many different modalities. You have so many different insights and approaches. What you must be so you must get fantastic results. I imagine you get fantastic results with your clients, and then well, you can come at them so many different directions. Their problems and issues. Yes, it's almost like funny enough. Speaking of that, and that's another thing that's really cool about kids. Um, they have this creative eye that's like a 360 degree uh, visionation, imagination. And it's like in, in every direction, it's just so beautiful. And, and they just, they, 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 that moves through them naturally, right? They love pretending. They love storytelling. They love squishing their face. By the way, there's a lot of energetic points on the face when it comes to tapping and stuff. And so I squish my face like a lot. And then it's just kind of fun and silly. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you make all these like funny faces and stuff. <laughs> um, they spin. They spin, they love spinning. Well, what do you, what, I, I sort of like, wait a second, this, there's the swirling dervas or there's this beautiful culture that does this swirling. And I remember when I was little, I like to spin. And then as I was going through my healing process, again, God was like, you need to spin and you need to flip upside down. Kids love flipping upside down. Oh, we you're got, talking to a king of it. Oh, badass. See, that's mm -hmm. why you're as, as, as well as you are. Mm -hmm. You know, um, going back to that being well and how you're being, there's a well of water when you tap into your divinity and humanity and learn how to integrate the two, right. clean the brain and the body. And that doesn't mean like, oh, you need to be perfect and pure, pure means like perfect. No, it freaking freakity frack doesn't. Right. You know, what okay. I've, I've often said one of the worst problems that we have, and it's, it's so common, is this disease of taking ourselves too seriously. Uh, and you don't suffer from it in any way. That's quite obvious to me. And I don't either. And I, and I strive, of course, certainly I like to be an adult, strive to be an adult, be responsible, be considerate and mindful. That aside, or keep that. Now, what, what fun can I have? What Thank comedy you. can I have? How joyful can I be? That's, yeah. that's it. That's where it's at. That's and where it's at. <laughs> well, I, I knew this at the beginning when I first met Jenny before we came live. 
uh, well, uh, before we came live together, is that we knew we had we had an instant rapport and we had so much to talk about because we had so much in common and we and we were just having a great you know conversation. And I unfortunately I have a, a uh, an Instagram live coming up now, and that's the reason why I'm going to cut this short. Usually we we've gone on the over the hour. Usually I, it's much shorter than this, but it's been such. A, I knew the writing was on the wall. I knew we'd have such a great conversation. I was absolutely correct. Uh, and and the only reason why I have to cut it short now is because I have another appointment to go on Instagram live with another great guest I've had, Charles Smith. Check out check out that interview. You want to see a great interview or listen to a great interview check out the interview i have with charles smith this guy whoa he, boy talk about healing oh my god anyway we're gonna have to have another, another uh interview you and i janie because yes uh, for sure for we've sure we've got more i we haven't asked you asked you all my questions and i can see we have so much we can talk about so i just want to i just want to conclude that you have you've been just as i called you 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 have been a truly special guest what a fantastic conversation we've had. Uh, and great, great stuff. You got, I've already said that you really you have such, uh, you know, a myriad approach and knowledge that, that, man, I can't say how anyone can come to you. I mean, obviously, when you work with clients, sometimes it's not a fit, which is great. But you, you have so much, you know, going on. I, I could see you hardly turning anyone away because you can come at them so many different directions. Great yeah. stuff. Thank you. Um, yes, really, really <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, I appreciate you saying that they can definitely Google me. And I've been so uh, blessed. Again, we're all blessed, right? But blessed that my clients have taken the time to write testimonials. And I believe I just recently hit 50 plus something on Google, like five stars and, and people kind of describe a little bit oh, of their experience. What, reviews, 50 reviews? Yeah, like 50 something reviews oh, I think on Google. Great. And again, I'm not saying that to brag. It's 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 just again, no. I want to give my gratitude to those and anybody who ends up taking the time to write testimonials about how people have helped them. You know, it's really beautiful and that always comes back to you. So, great. Um, and yeah. how, how can how can uh people find out about you or reach you? Uh, if they go to janieterrazas.com, um, actually, if they're interested, they could be a part of my community and they'll get the Know Thyself Jumpstarter Kit with nine online tests that they can take that will help them better understand themselves or at least kind of like, it's a, it's a Know Thyself Jumpstarter Kit, right? So, and then and then you have right. the seven positive daily habits. These are the seven real basic things that I do daily that really help me uh, to to stay centered in the in the light, like the illuminated highest self, while still leaving room and compassion, especially curious, you know, that curiosity for what it is that I'm thinking and feeling and striving every day to be that peace that I want to see in the world. And it's a process, but everybody can do it. So um, also connect with me at Janie, the mindfulness coach on social media, riseabovetv.com. Uh, I have a show called P3 Power, Passion, Purpose. And I really would love for Tony to be on that show. So I'm looking forward to possibly having Having him on this season and I want to thank everybody that is out there um, you know seeking this type of content and sharing it with others so that we can all get to a place of, of peaceful living right mindful loving and living so that we feel safe and to feel safe is to be seen heard felt understood so that you can feel like you belong and you do you belong you belong <laughs> Danny, you have the most wonderful. What a pleasure it is for me to meet with meet you and speak with you. I really, I it's been a delight. Everyone, I I advise you and encourage you to go to JanieTerrazas.com. That's J A N I E T E R R 
A-Z-A-S.com. She has yes. two free gifts for you. Go check it out. This has been so great. Do you have any final remarks for the audience? I want to say thank you for continuing to edify me. Anybody that ends up actually watching this and not just listening, um, you're going to notice that I, there's this movement that I kept doing where I just kind of kept cringing. And I really am stepping into a space where I feel more comfortable just being how I am, no matter what I do to be grounded and stay in a certain way. This is always just kind of how things end up occurring and how I communicate with people. And I need to get comfortable with that. And you gave me the opportunity to, to do that more today. So I want, I'm all getting joked up. I'm like, Barbara Walters move it. Thank oh, you, Tony. Thank Jenny, you. Thank you so much. And remember everyone, we're all responsible for ourselves and we could all use a little help. With that, thanks. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Peace be on you. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.